We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, White Sox fans. I'm Jim Margulis, and this is your White Sox wake-up call for July 6, 2021. For the third consecutive day, the White Sox lost a game, but no ground to Cleveland. A pair of Max Kepler homers' book ended an effective night for the Minnesota offense, an 8-5 victory over the Sox at Target Field, while Cleveland lost in walk-off fashion to the Tampa Bay Rays. The White Sox are still seeking their 50th win, but at 49-35, they still lead the AL Central by six games. The bigger issue for the time being is the status of Yasmani Grandal, who left this game in the sixth inning without putting weight on his left leg. He checked his swing against Caleb Thielbar, but he aggravated his troubled left calf muscle and fell to the ground after hopping away from the right-handed batter's box. He needed assistance leaving the field, but it was at least mildly encouraging that he wasn't taken immediately to the trainer's room. Instead, he sat in the dugout for a few minutes and was able to put some weight on his leg once again as he headed down the tunnel. The White Sox are calling it a left calf strain with further evaluation today. My guess is that a lengthy trip to the injured list is in his future. Zach Collins finished the game, and Sebi Zavala is on his way up. As for the rest of the night, Dylan Cease took the loss, but it was sort of a cumulative failure across the board. Cease ran hot and cold, specifically with his curveball. A couple of hanging curves put him in a 3-0 hole after three, including a two-run shot by Kepler in the second. He settled in to throw scoreless innings in the 4th and 5th, but Tony LaRusse's attempt to make a 6-inning starter out of Cease wasn't as successful this time. He started the inning by plunking Alex Kirloff and walking Kepler, after which he hung one more curve to Nick Gordon, who sliced it past Brian Goodwin in center for a 2-run triple. In came Jace Fry, who threw a curve over the head of Ben Rortfett and passed Collins for the 6th and final run on Cease's tab. Cease might have been helped if the White Sox could have figured out Bailey Ober before the very end of his five innings. The six-foot-nine-inch rookie seemed to use a combination of his extension and weird lighting from the 6-10 start to get an early edge with fastballs the Sox couldn't see, and then use good fastball and slider command even when the lighting improved. The Sox were able to draw some walks and extend some innings later, including a potential two-out rally in the fifth, when Leori Garcia walked and Tim Anderson singled. Yohan Makata worked a full count himself, but his 99-mile-per-hour line drive found Kepler and Wright to end the threat. Jose Abreu finally put the White Sox on the board in the sixth after Ober left the game, greeting Caleb Thielbar with a third-deck homer to the left to make it a 3-1 game. And after the Twins made it 6-1 with their final flurry off cease, the Sox were able to draw even closer in the top of the seventh. 
Andrew Vaughn greeted Thielbar with a double, and although he only took third on Adam Eaton's double due to poor base running, Garcia scored them both with a single up the middle to make it a 6-3 game. In came Tyler Duffy, but he wasn't any more successful. He walked his old friend Tim Anderson, and both Anderson and Garcia came home on Yohan Moncada's triple down the right field line. All of a sudden, it was 6-5 with a tying run on third with nobody out. Alas, Moncada broke for home on Abreu's grounder to the left side and was thrown out by 15 feet. It wasn't a well-calculated risk with nobody out, and the Sox couldn't find another run the rest of the way. Ryan Burr's first off night in the eighth inning gave the Twins a couple insurance runs that came in handy when the Sox put two on with one out against Minnesota closer Hansel Robles, but Billy Hamilton grounded into a 5-3 double play to end the game. So a 50th win will have to wait at least one more day, but they're already mobilizing Zavala to take the place of Grandal, who was on crutches after the game and will undergo an MRI. On the other side, we'll see if the Twins are able to get Nelson Cruz and or Josh Donaldson back in the lineup. The weather might delay everything by a day, as the forecast looks unfavorable at Target Field. If they do play, it'll be all-star Carlos Rodon, that's still weird to say, in a rematch against Jose Barrios. Both pitchers gave up four runs over five innings when they met last Thursday, taking no decisions in the game the Sox won 8-5. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Down on the farm, the four full-season affiliates were off, as is the custom on Monday. Fortunately, the Arizona Complex League doesn't have to concern itself with travel days, so there will be at least one game to follow every day over most of the rest of the season. In this one, the ACL White Sox lost to Cleveland's rookie ball affiliate 10-8. Benjamin Bailey had a perfect night at the plate by going 2-for-2 with a triple and two walks. Intriguing 18-year-old lefty Ronald Guzman pitched five innings, but three of the four hits he allowed left the yard. The rookie Sox play the Reds tonight, while the other affiliates open fresh six-game series. Charlotte travels to Jacksonville, Birmingham heads to Biloxi, Winston-Salem hosts Hickory, and Kannapolis heads to Fredericksburg in a battle of two teams that are both 20-plus games under 500. Around the league, as I mentioned before, the Rays walked off Cleveland at the Trop on Monday night. They blew a 5-1 lead, but rallied for two runs off Cleveland closer Emmanuel Classe, who did not record an out. Detroit beat Texas 7-3 for its third straight win, but the Tigers are still 10.5 games back of the Sox. The Royals now have lost 23 of their last 29 after falling to Cincinnati 6-2. The win by the Reds cemented their status in second place in the NL Central, as the Cubs fell below 500 with their 10th consecutive loss, this one 13-3 to the Phillies. The Braves were denied an opportunity to get back to 500 with extreme prejudice, losing 11-1 to Pittsburgh, while the Mets doubled up Milwaukee 4-2 to extend their lead in the NL East to 4.5 games. 
The Marlins beat the Dodgers 5-4, but they lost 6-0 Sanchez for the rest of the season due to shoulder surgery. That'll do it for this edition of the White Sox Wake Up Call. Visit SoxMachine.com to talk about the game, and we'll share the update on Grandal whenever it arrives. Now that I'm back from vacation, I'll also be filling out the rest of the season stats based on the first 80-something games. Usually I double the numbers, but I was in Alaska for the 81st game this year. If you're new to the Sox Machine podcast, you can subscribe to it wherever podcasts are found. And if you like what we do, you can support us at patreon.com slash You can get an ad-free version of the site and show starting at $2 a month. Thanks for listening to the Sox Machine podcast. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Jim Margulis. 